Here's what's making business headlines today. I'm Ren, joined by Darcy. It's Friday the 30th of September. And before we start, a quick shout out to Bryce, who is off today in preparation for his wedding. We love you. We can't wait to celebrate with you. But Darcy, you're taking Bryce's place today. Where are we heading? Ren, we're starting in Britain, then heading over to Germany, and we're actually going to stay in Germany for our final story. Well, it feels appropriate that we're staying in Europe today, Darcy, after you managed to snag $12,000 business class flights for $140 because of an Etihad glitch. No wonder we're staying in Europe. But let's start in Britain, where the biggest story of the week has been Britain's tax cuts and the reaction from the market. That's right. Now, to give everyone a quick timeline of what's happened, late last week, new British Prime Minister Liz Truss announced new tax cuts for the wealthy, including a corporate tax cut, removing the top income tax bracket and an end to the cap on bankers' bonuses. The move was intended to spur economic growth, but it spooked investors. They worried the government borrowing money to give people a tax cut would increase inflation. So that led to investors fleeing Britain, selling the British pound and buying safe haven currencies like the US dollar. That caused the price of British government bonds to drop and threaten the solvency of several British pension funds. So the Bank of England, they were forced to become a buyer of last resort and step in and prop up the British government bond market to ensure these pension funds could remain solvent. Absolute chaos, Darcy. Absolute chaos. And despite all of that, Britain's new Prime Minister has come out and said she plans to continue with her tax cuts. So Britain has avoided a financial disaster this week, but I guess we'll have to tune in next week to see what happens next. Let's move to our second story where German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has announced a 200 billion euro plan to help Germans with high energy prices. The plan includes a price cap for natural gas until spring 2024 and an end to a tax on fuel. And it comes as Germany has reported 10.9% inflation for the past 12 months. Nuts. For those keeping score at home, this means Germany now joins the UK, Spain and France in setting some kind of price cap for energy prices. And just this week... 15 European states signed a letter to the EU asking for a European-wide price cap. Europe is entering winter in a precarious state and this will continue to be a story as the Northern Hemisphere enters the colder months. So we'll keep watching it. But Darcy, now to our final story. We're staying in Europe, we're staying in Germany because Porsche has debuted on the stock market. They have. The 91-year-old German car maker, it was owned by Volkswagen, but Porsche has now been spun out into its own company and listed on Germany's stock market. Now, this was particularly notable because we're in an IPO drought. That's right. Companies are not going public at the moment. According to Refinitiv, the number of initial public offerings globally is down 40% over the past 12 months. In the US, 2022 broke 2008's record for the longest IPO drought in history. 109 days between a US company raising $25 million or more via an IPO. According to Bloomberg, in 2021... Globally, IPOs raised more than $700 billion. Now, we're nine months into 2022 and globally IPOs have raised just $80 billion. So a big step down from last year. So the market was watching Porsche to see if investors would participate in an IPO. And so far, so good, Ren. So the drought might be over. The drought might be over. It might be too early to call it, but I guess we watch this space. My biggest takeaway, Darcy, I might be a long way from ever owning a Porsche the car, but now I can become a part owner in Porsche the business. Love that. But let's get to our fact of the day. What have you got for us today? 39 seconds. 
That is how often a cyber attack occurs, according to the University of Maryland. And in the aftermath of one of the biggest cyber attacks in Australian history, the Optus data breach, we wanted to know how companies respond after they've suffered a data breach. Basically, what happens next for a company like Optus? So in today's episode of The Dive, accompanying this headline episode, we answer that question. You can listen to that now in the Dive feed, but that will do us for today. Darcy, thanks for stepping in for Bryce today. Bryce, hope you have a good wedding. Hope you're listening. And thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. <laughs>